welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, my guest of the evening is an incredible woman. Uh, she is the founder and CEO of Equilibria. Uh, she is Alicia Butler Pierre. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dio. It's good to see you. Uh, likewise, likewise, a pleasure uh, meeting you. I do apologize if I I mentioned your company wrong. Uh, please uh, do me the honor of of pronouncing your company's name correctly. It's Equilibria. Equilibria. There you go, guys. I'm sorry for that. Um, <laughs> no problem. So thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I know you restyled. We scheduled, scheduled this uh, months in advance. Uh, I'm honored here to speak with you. I've been reading and researching on your organization. Um, so let's just dive right into it. What inspired you to create such a juggernaut of a company? Oh, gosh, the inspiration was not being able to find a job, believe mm, it or not. So I I'm, hear originally, that. <laughs> I'm originally from Louisiana, and nice. I relocated to Atlanta back in 2005. So I've actually been here for 18 years, which is Insane. so crazy because I literally remember it like it were yesterday. But when I came here, Dio, I came here looking for a job mm. and didn't find one in two months. And so through some, some introspection, self-reflection, I started thinking, you know, well, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And it just so happened, everything I was reading, watching in terms of documentaries and things mm -hmm. like that was, it was all talking about the fact that we are all blessed with natural skills, talents, and abilities. Meant to that. But, yes. But in the processes, in the process of us growing up and going through our quote unquote educational system, we're really being taught and trained to get a job working for someone else. Yes. And not capitalizing on our our own natural skills, talents, and abilities and creating a living based off of those natural skills, talents, and abilities. So I started thinking, well, what is it that I'm I'm naturally really good at? And it just so happened, Dio, it, it was organizing, organizing things, like physically organizing yes. spaces. And I, I realized over the years, even starting when I was a teenager, flipping burgers, <laughs> I, you know, whatever job I had, it was I was good at whatever I did, not because I was the smartest person, but because I was organized. Mm. And so Equilibria actually started as a professional organizing company. I was literally, have you ever seen that show Hoarders? Yes, yes. Or, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was me cleaning up people's messes, um, their physical messes. And over time, over the past 18 years, it has evolved from professional organizing to creating business infrastructure for businesses. So that's just kind of some highlights as to how it got started and mm. what led me to start my company. So essentially you're saying you started out basically organizing people's mess. Now you're organized people's businesses, which is yes. it's on a whole a whole nother level. <laughs> that you know just just me listening to you as a as an entrepreneur I know how uh, tedious and stressful and, and you know, you got to be hands on and, you know, to have a service thinking outside of the box, especially right now in Atlanta and where like everything is, you know, 
is booming. It's like the next, if not the next, you know, Hollywood uh, on our hands over there in, in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, so, you know, kudos to you, you know, you go, Thank girl. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Takes a lot of nerve, right? And yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's, you know, organizing things just as a business perspective, it's so important. It's mm. so important. Just, you know, just this taxes wise, you know? Yeah. You know, and we could, Absolutely. the list, you know, the list could, could go on and on and on. So, you know, that was amazing. That was amazing. When you, when you find, when you found yourself, you know, that you can, you can't find the, the jobs. I mean, I, I understand I've been there, you know, it can't mm-hmm. be because you're not qualified. I if know, anything, that's... you're, you're overqualified, you know, like how was, mm-hmm. what was the frustrations you, you kept finding that like, like darn it. You know what Dio It's it's so hard to not take it personal mm. because think about it. You're, you're being rejected over and over and over again. And you never have the benefit of understanding why you got rejected. Mm, yes, and yes. Around that time, Around that time, it was 2005, and around that time, that was that was right when companies were starting to get rid of. I'm I'm about to really age myself. They were starting to get rid of like paper applications, yeah, and everything was shifting to being done online. And I just remember Dio filling out all of these applications online, and then you would hear nothing back, one way or the other. Um, and and it was just. It's it's very it's deflating, is humiliating yes. because you're thinking you know you're thinking you you got it going on right and yeah then, yeah and then it's it's like it's like going on all of these dates and you constantly get rejected but you you never know why you got rejected and so you can't help it's just human nature right you can't help but to start to take it personally but thankfully what saved me truthfully was was reading. And it's it's so funny how whenever you start, things could be right there in mm-hmm. front of you all along, but it's not until it's not until you are really focusing on something that it starts to become it it, it moves from being in the background to coming right in or, front of yeah. your face. Yeah. So I remember a friend telling me once, um, you know, it's kind of like when you buy a car mm-hmm. and let's say you buy a, I don't know, a red Mercedes and you You've never, there's been red Mercedes out and around you all, all this time, but Mm -hmm. it's not until you buy one that you start to notice, oh my goodness, there's so many more other red Mercedes on the road. Yes, (laughs) yes. So that's kind of how it was. I was, again, just reading these different books, reading these different articles, watching, I'm I'm a huge, I love watching documentaries. Same here, same here. And do you, okay, so do you remember that documentary called The Secret? Do you remember that one? Uh, I remember a book, The Secret and Audio. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there was a doc, there was, they did a documentary based. So, you know, it was things like that, that were starting to come out around that time. And again, just this idea of positive affirmations and really doing that deep digging and that soul searching to figure out what you're, what you're good at. And the other part of it too, Dio, is you know, it's tied into your self-worth. 
So yes. when you keep getting rejection, you it, it's deflating. It starts to mess with your self-esteem. You start mm-hmm. to think you aren't good enough. Starting to question yourself. You start questioning yourself. Well, maybe, maybe I, I'm not as good as I think I am. Well, let me go and do this now, or let me go and pick up this other skill. And really all you're doing is so funny. You mentioned being overqualified. You're just adding more and more stuff to your resume. And that's more, that gives people more and more room to tell you no, that they don't want yeah. you because now you're overqualified. I've been, I, so, I've been there. I've, 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 it's like, I've been, I've been in a managerial position and operation position for such a long time without mm-hmm. a degree, just credits. And I've, I've, I've noticed uh, the opportunity comes when I water down my resume. Mm. I've actually wow. done that several times. I, I landed a, uh, I watered down my resume so much. I got a, I think, I, I think they hired me for 65,000 a year. Isn't that something? And I had, so you, I had so, so much more. Wow. And that's, that's interesting because you never know what's going on in the minds of the people interviewing you or, mm-hmm. or, or going through the resumes because they may, they may have seen your resume with where you had everything in it and think, Oh, he's, who does he think he is? You know, you know, you just, yes, you just never yes. know. You never know. Um, that is interesting though. You had yeah. to water it down in order to get hired. Numerous of times. Um, wow. And sometimes in, in, in the beginning when I, when I, you know, jumped into the, work industry i had a i had an overqualified I, I gotta lie you know so like finding a balance with truth and you know and that fiction I, that's the only way they hire me yeah, you know yeah. because it's like you go to college you get a degree you spend eight years whatever four eight years you're still not going to get the job of your dreams or you work for you study mm-hmm. for because you're inexperienced yeah. you're over experienced don't have a degree you're still not going to de- get that job you need so, you know, I figured out, you know, finding a middle ground and that's how I was, you know, able to find opportunities for myself. Wow. You know, like I started, I was a doorman. I, uh, concierge security. I started where, you know, where I really found success, unfortunately for me was when I started cleaning toilets. Mm. Where it's, I started cleaning toilets, uh, cam, you know, cleaning up, shampooing carpets, uh, slipping, uh, stripping and waxing floors. I moved up to a uh, supervisor, then to assistant manager, to manager, then operation manager. Now, uh, at one point, I'm juggling over 50 properties uh, create, uh, over the state of New Jersey. So, like, wow, it's work. But, yeah, I, I you know, I still find myself at the beginning of, like, look at all this I've gained, and I can't utilize it because somebody's determined mm-hmm. the outcome of my success. Wow. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. And so that's why as entrepreneurs, we create our own opportunities. Yes. Yes. And we don't have to have anyone. We don't have to report to anyone and we don't, we think about it. Now you can take all of these different experiences that you have and you get to literally shape, create, and mold what you want to build. Yes. It's it's a it's a beautiful thing. It it really is. And same for me. So something else I should probably mention, Dio, is my background is actually in chemical engineering. Wow. So can you uh, can you imagine? Wow. But check this out. Can you imagine wow. 
going from being an engineer, right, to mm-hmm. saying I'm an organizer. <laughs> I mean, you, you you fix two things, right? Uh, that's all the best I can do. You, as an engineer, you got to create and fix things. Uh, as an entrepreneur, you're still fixing and creating things. So, you know, that aspect goes hand in hand. But wow. Wow. So you can imagine. So it's again, and the reason the the only reason I'm bringing that up is because I'm listening to you, and you mentioned you know it was wasn't until you started cleaning toilets that you really started to, to mm-hmm. do things in a much different way, take on new challenges, and the same for me. I I was on a track to, if I had stayed working as an engineer, I don't know where I would be career wise, but I can tell you this. And for anyone who's listening or watching us right now, I would not be a fraction of the person that I am now had I stayed being an engineer. Yes. I have learned so much more. So I've learned way more outside of the classroom than I ever did inside of it. The people that I've met, the breadth and the, the depth of the conversations that I've had, like with people like you. Um, this interview, you would not be interviewing me if I were still working as an engineer. So it has, entrepreneurship has broadened my horizons and it has literally taken me around the world. I would not trade it for the world. But here's the thing. The the main reason I brought it up is because for anyone who's listening and you may have something that you're really passionate about, You really want to pursue it, but the world, including your family, is telling you no. Are you crazy? Mm. Have you lost your mind? Mm. You can't make a living doing that. Yes. You know, why why do you want to do that? It's crazy. But there's something deep inside of you that knows it's 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 a feeling. You you know that feeling. Yeah, yes. You can't always describe it, but always bet on yourself. always bet on yourself and it's it's tough i'm not going to lie it is tough to quiet the noise that come from the people that oftentimes say they love you you know when they're telling Mm -hmm. you that you shouldn't do something but you're in your mind you can't you can't let that idea go so that's why i wanted to bring it up because trust me i i received all kinds of uh (laughs) People thought I was I was losing my mind yeah. when I left behind a, a very lucrative career to yeah. pursue the unknown. Yes, but it's it's sense of like it's personal satisfaction. You're, you're it, it's it's like with me, it's like if I'm working at a nine to five, right? Which you know sometimes I go back, you know, just to invest in the dream because you need that financial aspect, right? Mm-hmm. If if I go back without doing what I'm doing, it, it has no sense of purpose. It drives me insane knowing that I'm waking up doing the same thing all over and over again for, you know, time to retire, right? Right, um, right. <laughs> and knowing that I I I didn't live a good life. Mm. You know, taking, mm. you know, BS from, from individuals. And yeah, granted, they're probably going through their own personal issues or you know going through things that work that they can't really explain and without knowing they take it out on you as a person i can't it, it drove me crazy it drove me crazy it drove me crazy it, it drove me crazy 
<laughs> you know what? I, I'm thinking of a story. If 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 I can tell that quick story, yes, it's please. something I've I've I hardly ever talk about. Um, so thank you for giving me the opportunity to, to tell yes, this quick please. story. So there there was a time, Dio. Uh, I would say for about it was maybe six to eight months when I I walked away from my company because mm. I was I wasn't pleased with the direction that it was going in. Things weren't moving the way that I thought they should. I was comparing myself to other people that I knew who had started their businesses around the same time that I had, and they were so much farther along. So I decided to go and work on a contract, not as an employee, but as a contractor for another big company. And again, it was for about six or eight months. And Dio, it was brutal. The workload, it was crazy. I'll never forget one day, one evening, I came home and I think it may have been about 6.30 in the evening when I got home. I don't know what happened the moment I I entered my house, but what I can tell you is about five hours later, it's 1130 at night. I remember being on the sofa. I was still fully dressed. Exhausted. And did not, it took me a good 10 minutes to figure out where am I? How did I get here? What's going on? I I was completely disoriented. Wow. And when I finally like snapped out of it, I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I ended up going to visit a friend. Um, are, have you ever heard of a country called Suriname? It's, it's in South America, not too far from, from Puerto Rico. Um, yeah. 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 So I have a very good friend who lives there and I went to visit her as I'm leaving the airport to come back to the States. As fate would have it, I started talking to this man who was standing in the line inside the airport in Suriname, right? Uh, he was standing in front of me and he told me, he said, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm celebrating my 65th birthday today. And I was like, oh, you know, wow. happy birthday. And he said, um, I have a question for you. Are you, are you living or, or are you um, just surviving? Mm. I was like, what do you mean? And he said, well, here's what I mean. He said, Something tells me now. This is someone I've never met. Um, total, we're total strangers. He said something tells me that um, you're probably going somewhere to work every day, <laughs> to a job that you probably don't really like. You're working it. You're doing what you can to, you know, to survive. You're there. You, you know, you wake up first thing in the morning. You, you take a shower. Maybe you drive over to this this place. You do the work. Then you come home, you're probably fighting through really bad traffic. You're exhausted Mm -hmm. by the time you get home. Maybe you get something to eat. You take a shower, you go to bed, you wake up, you do it all over again the very next day. And I remember just looking at him, didn't have a reaction, didn't have a response. And he said, yeah, you're not living. Life is meant to live. And that conversation got me back on track, Dio. Wow. And when I got back to Atlanta, I was like, okay, back to my business it is. <laughs> yeah. So I, I it, it was like I needed that wake-up call and I, I, I needed that painful experience to be reminded of, okay, no, this corporate stuff, it's not, it's just not for me. Um, and I definitely have to go back to running my own show. 
Yes, 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 yes. I, 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 I empathize so much because I had a couple of months ago, I had the same thing, mm. you know, what, what me was more along the lines, like, uh, I have an autistic son, right? Oh, and, okay. you know, when I'm with him, you know, you know, the spite of, you know, he's could be a little pain in the butt. It stress out sometimes, but mm-hmm. when I'm with him, it's like, you know, I'm. It's like I'm with me. It's like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I find a person who understands me, and I understand him, right? Yeah. And and I, I was at this job, and we're like, because I was doing entrepreneurship so much, like when I started working, everything was so easy for me. And the 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 most thing that frustrates me is that the the individuals I work with they didn't want more, mm. and I was finding myself because you know yet again here me taking a bunch of properties, managing, make it look small, and I find myself just sometimes driving these long periods of times, and I normally just start you know sobbing. You know, and, wow. you know, the only image I, you know, was like, I kept remembering is like the first time I saw my son. The first time, like, that's the, you know, image that continue in my mind, continue in my mind. And um, one day I, I try to, I try to do a podcast with this individual, um, uh, Brown, I can't remember his first name. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, the Art of uh, Letting Go. And he he has reached out. He wanted to come on the show. And I'm here managing a whole, like, 20 or 25 people in a building doing a project while trying to do a podcast. Mm. And he's talking about his experience. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Give me one second. I'm like, back and forth, back and forth. And I, you know, right there and then, the next day, I went into work and was like, I'm done. I gave him Mm. everything. You know, you know, I was like, keep the money of the week you owe me. I'm done. You know, once I was done, you know, I felt like this. It's like a pressure right here in your chest was lifted that, you know, that I feel like that sad cloud of sadness that continued to, you know, revolve on top of me disappeared. And, you know, that day I woke up, I got like 45 people hitting me up, literally wanted to come on the show. Wow. You know what I love about that story? Because it it is the embodiment of a mantra that I have, that you have to let go in order to grow. So by you letting go of that job, you literally were making room, literally making Mm. room for new opportunities to come in. Yes, I'm into that. Yes, yes. I love love that. Yes, yes. Um, At what point? Did you know, like, because it's all about clients, you know, and and building that revenue that's going to help you take that next leap, right? At what point did you realize, okay, it's happening? How am I going to capitalize on this? How 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 can I take this and make it my next move? So that next move can make a next move, and and you know, get on this train and keep going. That is. That is such a great question. I'll have to say a turning point, a true turning point was when I wrote my book. Mm, you're an author was, as well. 
Yeah. There you go. There you go. Multi-talented entrepreneur. That's what we need. And I didn't think I could write a book, but I did. And this was back in 2018. And I remember I hired a digital marketing coach. Mm. And one of the first things he told me, because I felt like things were getting stale in my business. And here I was talking to other companies about how to scale Mm. and build business infrastructure, but yet I wasn't scaling. And you know how we're often as entrepreneurs, we're, we're asked the question, well, what would happen to you if you were hit by a bus? You know, would your business be able to go on without you? And the answer for me back in 2018 was no. Mm. So from 2005, when I started up to 2018, 13 years, I could not truthfully answer that question and say yes. So this book was a way of me. It was one of the first things I did, Dio, to start getting information out of my head and onto paper that could be packaged and sold and distributed to the masses. Wow. Okay. So rather than me having to work, you know, that typical consulting model, it's very one-on-one transactional base with a book, it could reach millions of people around the world. They still have access to the information. Also in 2018, my digital coach suggested I start a podcast. Yes. And I did that as well. And those two things alone I mean, my business literally did a 180 and that is by no means an exaggeration because as you know, you have the opportunity, if you interview people, you have the opportunity to meet people that you otherwise would never come into contact with. Yes. And then those people start introducing you to other people. They start inviting you places. These all of, it just opens the door to so many opportunities. The second thing, because I was kind of on a roll doing the speaking circuit and things Mm -hmm. like that once the Mm -hmm. book was out and then COVID happened. Wow. Then COVID happened, but it ended up being a beautiful thing because for years I had been talking about the fact that I wanted to do more things remotely because I wanted to get outside of my proverbial backyard. I wanted to be able to do business with companies outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. But so many companies that I would talk to They were dead set against the idea of working remotely. They wanted to do things in person. Mm -hmm. Well, when COVID happened, we had no choice. We had to to work remotely. So all of those things that I had started putting in place in terms of digitizing our operations, and I love the fact that you were an operations manager. I saw that on your LinkedIn profile. I was Mm -hmm. like, I love him already. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So because of that, because we were able to digitize so many of our operations, I could now hire a team. That works throughout the world. That works around the world. So we have folks in, so Erica is in the Philippines, Gayatri is in India. There's there's some folks in Nigeria. And then there are a couple of us here in the States. One's in California. Two of us are here in Atlanta. So it's a beautiful thing because I always envisioned having a multicultural company yeah. that is in fact, not just here in America, but but literally spread out across the world. The even better thing is I've met with, here's what's funny. The people that are international are the ones that I met first in person. Same here, <laughs> same here, same here. 
<laughs> so I've actually met Erica in person in the Philippines. I've met Gayatri in India. And so it's it's just, it's been a wild, wacky roller coaster of a ride. But again, I wouldn't trade it for the world. And so those are some of the things that have happened recently that have just really put us in a position to truly take it to the next level. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, like if what what are some service if companies watch this or or, or individuals watch this, what are some services you can you can offer them that they'll, you know, get in start thinking outside of the box and contact sure. you quickly to to invest and start doing business with your organization. Sure. So one thing, again, what I love about you is that you already understand the importance of operations. And yes. so for so many small businesses, we, we're entrepreneurs, we focus so much on marketing and sales that we kind of forget about operations, but mm-hmm. all of the things that are happening behind the scenes, yes. but it's still really important. You have to make sure you have your processes in place. You have some standard operating procedures. You have the right systems so that everything is as turnkey and streamlined as possible. You give your customers a consistent experience. That is what we specialize in working with other small businesses on. We have a multitude of ways that we can work with you. Starting with, you can buy the book. It's called Behind the Facade, How to Structure Company Operations for Sustainable Success, available wherever you buy books online, including Amazon, of course. Um, And then beyond that, Dio, I offer coaching services. So nice. that's that's maybe another a next level up in terms of pricing on demand coaching services. We also offer a course now where you can actually have watch videos of what it takes to actually create these different processes and systems for your business to create that business infrastructure so that yes. as you not only grow, but you truly can scale. To yes. another level. I, I can yeah. attest to that because I, I was uh I was I, I was going through your, your um your website and I was in fact trying to engage in that to, to see what, mm-hmm. how can it help my business and, and growing more. So I can attest oh, to that. Awesome, awesome. And then of course there's the, the big daddy, there's the consulting. You know, if you actually mm-hmm. want to do engage us to work on the project with you and, and be there along along your you know a, as your right hand, so to speak, as you start to build your business infrastructure. So again, we have different ways we can work with you, but the bottom line is we want everything to be accessible. Mm, so yes. whether whether it's more affordable to buy the book right now and you read the book and it literally tells you step-by-step step how to do it, or if you want to go advance all the way up to taking the course, maybe even hiring us to do that consulting project for you, Whatever you like, whatever yes, fits yes, your budget, yes. we we try to make sure we have something for everyone. See, it, you know, boom, that's what I like about your organization, right? And I mentioned this with other individuals in the podcast is I like you're not trying to make money. You're trying to sell lives, uh, change lives. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. the most, that, that is the most important part. Once, you, once your purpose is changed someone's life and trying to assist them it's 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 so more satisfying that you know like the image of myself i would definitely invest in you mm. i would definitely hands down because you're not selling me something or forcing something you're where you're telling me you're trying to change my life for the better yes and that's key point 
of a good yes. uh, of a good business. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, our mission is to revolutionize the way small businesses operate. Yes. And I love what you just said, because here's something that I've found, Dio, when I start going to some of these other countries, developing nations, if you will, I I don't like the term third world. I I don't like that at all. But these emerging company uh, countries, excuse me, the quest or the 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 yearning for the knowledge is so strong it's it's overwhelming and it and it it just makes you feel so good when you can yes. say here listen to this particular podcast episode for free yes and i promise you can learn start learning right now how to start building business infrastructure yes. right yes. there in your own country and and it's all about helping companies scale because as they scale that means they can hire more people which again changes other people's lives. Yes. We're now created. We're we're not we're. It's not just about as you said becoming profitable, making as much money as you possibly can. Of course, that's great. But in the process, you're actually creating jobs. You are creating opportunities yes. for other people in your community. That's what it's all about. That's what gets me up every day when I really don't want to be up. <laughs> but that's what keeps me going. Having, having meetings at three o'clock in the morning because the that's time's right. off. That's yes, right. Yes. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. But it's such important because I think like here in the States, we need a reboot. Mm. Like, in my opinion, the, the word free is becoming more taboo. Because people want to spend money they don't got they don't got. Mm. But if I'm here, I'm trying to tell you it's free. Like my my sole purpose with my platform is have entrepreneurs come on, tell their story, tell their service, and how they can help and improve. And it's one hundred percent free. But when I say free, sometimes they look at me weird, like I have three heads, like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> They'd rather you know pay the bucks, you know rather than actually do the work. So, you know, it's what you're doing, what your organization is doing. It's it's such amazing. Um, Kudos to you. Kudos to you. Don't stop. Thank you so much. Thank you. Keep moving forward. You know, we all have our uh, tough days, but it's not impossible. You know, always, you always have to do your best to have a good attitude because having a good attitude equals gratitude. That's right. And you the know? sun will will always rise the next morning. Yes, yes. If it doesn't, then we would we should all be concerned. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you've been, I know, reading. You've been doing this since two thousand five. Yes. We're in two thousand twenty three. Mm-hmm. Despite you know the difficult situation, as you you know. I know personally just building your business now that you've had time and investment. Like, do you think like, are you excited that you were able to put yourself through and and do it? Yes. Because what, what I sometimes forget Dio is there aren't a lot of people like us. There are not a lot of people who are willing to take the risk on them, you know, to bet on themselves. There are not a lot of people who are willing to give up the comforts 
of having a yes, steady paycheck yes, yes. and the benefits and, and that 401k plan and all the other things that they, they mm-hmm. use to, to, to kind of dangle that carrot mm-hmm, in front mm-hmm. of you. It is a very bold thing to start a business. It's yes. very, it's a very bold, very risky move. And I forget that sometimes because so many people in my circle are also entrepreneurs. So I, I, I forget that sometimes that other, what seems so natural to me in terms of the moves that I mm-hmm. make on a day-to-day basis, other people are just in awe or they might be nervous like, oh my God, you're going, wait, what are you going to do? Do you know this? Do you know that? Have you, have you dotted every I? Have you crossed every yes. T? Do you know all of this? And do you know yeah. all that? And it's like, no, I don't know all of those things, but I have a hunch and I'm going, I'm going for it. And you're willing to, to learn. You're willing to learn. And I'm willing to fall along the way and know that I can get back. Yes, yes, yes. And I think sometimes that fear, fear can be so debilitating. It can paralyze you. But once you, you can start getting over that fear, you just, you just go for it. I agree. 100%. Yes. Yes. And, and that's, and that, that's the only way you, you know, one will find success is actually, you know, going for it, you know, starting something they've never done before, you know, and, and as an entrepreneur, it's a lot of, it's a lot of like that figuring things out is forcing yourself to think that's right. That, you know, to think outside of the box, to be put in a predicament where you'd never been before until it becomes normal. And, and, right. and, and, and individuals look at you like, but you do this, but you do that. And you're so incredible. It's like, this is all work, baby. It's hard work <laughs> and determination. You work until it becomes normal. That's right. And, That's and, right. and once it becomes normal, you it's like a sense of, you know, like you're invincible. That's true. And for something, I think something else for your listeners to consider. Think about this. Every product, every service that you have the benefit of owning or enjoying or experiencing, somebody either invented it or they started a company mm-hmm. that provides it. I'm, let's look at my phone, for example, mm-hmm. right? That all started with an idea. Yes. And then whether it was one person who did it alone or a group of people, but the point is someone, people got together, they started a company, they had this crazy idea, they were able to somehow get funding to, to you know, and convince people who had never seen or heard of anything mm-hmm. like that before. And here we are now where pretty much everybody yes. has, a, has a smartphone yes. in their yes. hands. So it all starts with that idea. So just remember that you're either going to be you're either going to employ other people or you are going to be working for other people. Mm-hmm. What, which, which person do you want to be? Do you want to be that true inventor and creator and, and leader, uh, entrepreneur, founder, or do you want to be the person that, that helps build someone else's dream? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, it's crazy. You know, a lot of like in the course of, creating this platform i've noticed there's a lot of people that become satisfied knowing they could have done it 
rather than be satisfied knowing that they actually did it. Mm. You, you know? And, you mm. know, it's it's time and patience. And, you know, what I've learned throughout the discourse, like, you know, you can't you, you can't act out of desperation. You just gotta see the course. You know, you gotta realize that there's gonna be tough moments, you know. There's going to be moments they feel like you can't breathe, you know, you're drowning in, in, in a cup of water, right? But, okay. you know, everything's going to pass. Well, as long as you're doing something, there's something that's helping you progress and move towards something, you're going to be all right. That is so true. You know, not- Something I often have to remind myself of is not to act impulsively. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's so tempting to do that. Yes. Listen, when 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 rents do, the car nurse do, you know, kids That's need right. to eat. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's right. You gotta, you know, I've been told what I've been doing. That's just a hobby. I'm not making any money. And it's like because what I'm trying to create is not about me. In order for me, in order for I to, in order for this to succeed, the individual come on here need to succeed themselves. So that if they're going through it, I'm going through it. If they're having a hard time, I'm having a hard time. Mm. If they make it, I make it. Mm-hmm. You know, this this is the, you know the the documentary of of that. In order for you to achieve something, you got to work for it. That's right. You got to work for it. Nothing's given; everything's earned. You know, and that's something I'm trying to erase. And where like, and there's, there's no such things that instantly gratification. No. No, you know, not everyone like when you feel you need to be validated, nobody's going to give you that. It has to be earned. And it and the only yes, and the only person that can actually appreciate is yourself, is you, because you're the one doing it. And no, and you know they it said you know they have, you know they have this this saying that when you're on the top is is a lonely, but it's like. If you're the only one willing to swim to shore and everybody's just willing to act out of desperate uh, necessity that initial them to drown themselves, mm-hmm. of course you're going to be alone. Right. Because you were calm, you were patient, and you were focused. You had a purpose. Your purpose was to, to find uh, somewhere that looked like land to get there and rest. Mm-hmm. And that's what you did. You went through the course. You didn't go, you know, and essentially that's how one builds the vision they envision. I agree. I agree. I completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a, it's, it's been an honor speaking to you. It's been a a joyful conversation. Oh, thank you. Uh, I I don't have, I don't get a chance to, to be this reflective. Yes, it's important. It's in, it's important because, see, when we're once once you get to the top and where you work so hard to get, you know, it's a different atmosphere. You know, we forget, and, and I know this for a fact because I know I've in, in this journey I have met a lot of people that are successful and financial wealthy. They forget everything they went through. Mm. Everything they get to a certain amount of place, their their re- revenues increasing, they're they're wealthy, and everything's just autopilot. 
you know, just going out to eat, eat, you know, yeah. oh, I want to go, I want to take a flight here, you know, living life, but they forget to be appreciated on, on like what got them there. Exactly. And you yes. should never, you know, you should never forget that because that's how this was created. That's right. You know, it was created on hope, belief and work. That's right. Indeed. Yeah. Um, is there anything I miss that your organization can provide that you can tell uh, to re- why they need to reach you out? Honestly, you've you've done a great job <laughs> of asking, you know, phenomenal questions. I, I would just, I guess, in, in terms of closing things things up, if you if you are experiencing really fast growth. What happens, Dio, is there's so many resources to help businesses start up. There's there's no shortage of resources. But what happens for those of us where, where we have survived the two to three year mark in business, and now instead of maybe not having enough customers, we might have too many. Mm, like when yes. you talked about the fact that you went from maybe having you know a few people requesting to be on your podcast to 45 people in one day. How do you handle all of that? And that's when you have to make sure that you have your back office operations, you know, operating as smoothly as possible. And that's the name of our course, by the way, it's called a smooth, you know, smooth operator. Oh, there you go. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Shout out to Sade. Um, But it's the smooth operator course. But but that is seriously, there are not a lot of resources out there for us small business owners when we have a very different type of problem. We we understand how to do the sales. We understand how to do the marketing and, and publicity and mm-hmm. all of those things to attract business to us. But what happens? How do we keep the business? Yes. How do we keep those customers when they come through our our doors? Um, we don't want them to just come in and go right back out because they had a terrible experience. We want to keep them and we want them to go out and spread the word to others. And operations, I'll say this, if marketing is about making the promise to your customers, operations is about delivering on that promise. Mm, There you go. Yes. Think about Amazon. Amazon might say, Dio, we can get that that microphone that you ordered, we can get that to you within the next 24 hours. That's marketing. That's mm-hmm. marketing saying, yeah, Dio, we can. You That's want talking that fast? talk. Yeah. Yeah. We, you want it quick, fast and in a hurry. You got it. Meanwhile, operations is in the background thinking, oh, 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 crap. We got to hurry up and make sure we can actually yeah. make this microphone, package it up and ship it to Dio so that it is on his front step in less than 24 hours. Yeah. That's operations. It's all of those things that are going on in the background that your customers don't see, but they certainly experience it. And if you want to get your operations operating as seamlessly and as smoothly as possible, please reach out to us. We would love to work with you, even if it's just having a conversation. Mm, yes. Steer you in the right direction. Please reach out to us. There you go, guys. Um, one last question. Now, your service is customizable as the different, you know, type of business that that reach out, right? Yes. 
Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, want, I wanted to get that out there because I know, you know, as uh, a client, sometimes there's not enough information out there. And we're like, but is this suited for, for me? You know, like mm-hmm. in real estate or con- contracting, whatever. So it's good that uh, your organization able to basically customize the plan as, you know, needed with uh, regarding the, the business. So that's great. That's great. Um, before we go, please tell the people where they can find you at. You can find me personally where I like to play and hang out online is, is LinkedIn. So I know a lot of your guests, they talk about Instagram. <laughs> I do have an Instagram profile, but I, I do not spend time on Instagram. I'm, I'm primarily on LinkedIn. And you can find me, Alicia Butler Pierre. I know Dio will have my name. You can see how to spell my name yes. in, the, in the podcast description. But our website is smoothoperator.courses. Smoothoperator.courses. And when you get there, you'll learn more about the course, but then you can also click on other things, learn more about us and our team. You can find out about how to sign up for a coaching session, learn about the book, where you can buy the book, all of that, all of that is there on that website. Boom. There you go, guys. Uh, Make sure you contact her. Uh, Go check her out. Go support her. Um, Whatever social media she has, go follow her, support her, be there. help a growing business and uh in this great organization of entrepreneurs she has um uh make sure you go like and subscribe deal talk tv on youtube uh make sure you follow me at mr.dreamspiretain i'm out guys have a good night